Section 46 of Greece and Rome. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Angelique Campbell. August 2018. The World Story, Volume 4 Greece and Rome. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 46 how cincinnatus saved the council four hundred fifty five b c by thomas arnold there had been peace between the romans and the aquians but the aquians and gracchus clolius their chief broke the peace and plundered the lands of the people of lavisi and of the people of tusculum they then pitched their camp on the top of algidus and the romans sent deputies to them to complain of the wrong which they had done it happened that the tent of gracchus was pitched under the shade of a great evergreen oak and he was sitting in his tent when the deputies came to him his answer was full of mockery i for my part said he am busy with other matters i cannot hear you you had better tell your message to the oak yonder immediately one of the deputies answered yea let this sacred oak hear and let all the gods hear likewise how treacherously you have broken the peace they shall hear it now and shall soon avenge it for you have scorned alike the laws of the gods and of men then they went back to rome and the senate resolved upon war and lucius minutius the consul led his legions through algidus to fight with the proud enemy but gracchus was a skilful soldier and he pretended to be afraid of the romans and retreated before them and they followed him without heeding where they were going so they came into a narrow valley with hills on either side high and steep and bare and then gracchus sent men secretly who closed up the way by which they had entered into the valley so that they could not get back and the hills closed round the valley in front of them and on the right and left and on the top of these hills gracchus lay with his army while the romans were shut up in the valley below in this valley there was neither grass for the horses nor food for the men but five horsemen had broken out before the road in the rear of the romans was quite closed up and these rode to rome and told the senate of the great danger of the council and of the army upon this quintus fablus the warden of the city sent in haste for caius naudius the other consul who was with his army in the country of the sabines when he came they consulted together and the senate said there is only one man who can deliver us we must make lucius quinctius master of the people so caius as the manner was named lucius to be master of the people and then he hastened back to his army before the storm was risen this lucius quintius let his hair grow and tended it carefully and was so famous for his curled and crisped locks that men called him cincinnatus or the crisp haired he was a frugal man and did not care to be rich and his land was on the other side of the tiber a plot of forgigera footnote twelve and one-half acres end of footnote where he dwelt with his wife Rosilia, and busied himself in the tilling of his ground 
so in the morning early the senate sent deputies to lucius to tell him that he was chosen to be master of the people the deputies went over the river and came to his house and found him in his field at work without his toga or cloak and digging with his spade in the ground they saluted him and said we bring thee a message from the senate so thou must put on thy cloak that thou mayest receive it as is fitting then he said hath aught of evil befallen the state and he bid his wife to bring his cloak and when he had put it on he went out to meet the deputies then they said hail to thee lucius quinctius the senate declares thee master of the people and calls thee to the city for the council and the army in the country of the aquians are in grave danger then there was a boat made ready to carry him over the tiber and when he stepped out of the boat his three sons came to meet him and his kinsmen and his friends and the greater part of the senators he was thus led home in great state to his house and the four-and-twenty lictors with their rods and axes walked before him as for the multitude they crowded around to see him but they feared his four-and-twenty lictors for they were a sign that the power of the master of the people was as sovereign as that of the kings of old lucius chose lucius tarquitius to be master of the horse a brave man and of a burgher's house but was so poor withal that he had been used to serve among the foot-soldiers instead of among the horse then the master of the people and the master of the horse went together into the forum and bade every man to shut up his booth and stopped all causes at law and gave an order that none should look to his own affairs till the council and his army were delivered from the enemy they ordered also that every man who was of an age to go out to battle should be ready in the field of mars before sunset and should have with him victuals for five days and twelve stakes and the older men dressed the victuals for the soldiers whilst the soldiers went about everywhere to get their stakes and they cut them where they would without any hindrance so the army was ready in the field of mars at the time appointed and they set forth from the city and made such haste that ere the night was half spent they came to algidus and when they perceived they were near the enemy they made a halt then lucius rode on and saw how the camp of the enemy lay and he ordered his soldiers to throw down all their baggage into one place but to keep each man his arms and his twelve stakes then they set out again in their order of march as they had come from rome and they spread themselves round the camp of the enemy on every side when this was done upon a signal given they raised a great shout and directly every man began to dig a ditch just where he stood and to set in his stakes the shout rang through the camp of the enemy and filled them with fear and it sounded even to the camp of the romans who were shut up in the valley and the consul's men said to one another rescue is surely at hand for that is the shout of romans they themselves shouted in answer and sallied to attack the camp of the enemy and they fought so fiercely that they hindered the enemy from interrupting the work of the romans without their camp and this went on all the night till when it was morning the romans who were without had drawn a ditch all around the enemy and had fenced it in with their stakes and now they left their work and began to take part in the battle 
then the aquian saw that there was no hope and they began to ask for mercy lucius answered give me gracchus and your other chiefs bound and then i will set two spears upright on the ground and i will put a third spear across and you shall give up your arms and your cloaks and shall pass every man of you under the spear bound across as under a yoke and then you may go away free this was done accordingly gracchus and the other chiefs were bound and the aquians left their camp to the romans with all its spoils and put off their cloaks and passed each man under the yoke and then went home full of shame but lucius would not suffer the consul's army to have any share of the spoils nor did he let the consul keep his power but made him his own under-officer and then marched back to rome nor did the consul's soldiers complain but they were rather full of thankfulness to lucius for having rescued them from the enemy and they agreed to give him a golden crown as he returned to rome they shouted after him and called him their protector and their father great was now the joy in rome and the senate decreed that lucius should enter the city in triumph in the order in which the army was returning from algidus and he rode in his chariot while gracchus and the chiefs of the aquians were led bound before him and the standards were borne before him and all the soldiers laden with their spoil followed behind and tables were set out at the door of every house with meat and drink for the soldiers and they and the people feasted together and followed the chariot of lucius with singing and great rejoicings thus the gods took vengeance upon gracchus and the aquians and thus lucius delivered the consul and his army and all was done so quickly that he went out on one evening and came home the next day at evening victorious and triumphant end of section forty six this recording is in the public domain recording by angelique g campbell